Hello, hello, you're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) If you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach Janine Esbrand. Are you eager to get unstuck and figure out what you would actually like to do with your career next? Have you been going around in circles trying to figure it out but getting no further forward? If so, you're going to love today's sponsor, my signature group program, the Career Clarity Academy. Changing career direction can feel overwhelming and daunting, but it doesn't have to be. In my signature program, we give you clear, step-by-step, proven processes for getting completely clear on what it is that you want to do and understanding how you can leverage your existing experience and position yourself to attract and land a dream role. To find out more, head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash academy. Hello, hello. How are you doing? If you are a long-time listener or a new listener to this show, you are probably a female professional who is ready to make a change in your career. And if you are in that place where you want to make more impact and you want to have more meaning through your career, then you probably realise that you need to get clear on the vision for your career and where it is you really want to take it. You also need to identify what your unique skills and experience is so that you can leverage it fully. And you probably understand that it's important to learn how to navigate the current marketplace. Things are changing so much and they have changed so much over the past few years that understanding how to navigate the current landscape is truly important if you want to uncover your ideal opportunity. So you're probably aware that these are steps that you need to take. But you might be wondering, but how do I take those steps? What do I actually do and how do I move forward? So in today's episode, I want to offer some inspiration for you because I recently interviewed one of my former clients, Maddie, who has been through my career change program and she was a project manager for 20 years. And during that time, she moved around from role to role and was coasting throughout her career, just waiting to see if she stumbled upon a role that was more interesting or exciting for her. But recently, she realised that it was time to be more proactive and really take some time to be intentional about the career moves that she was making rather than falling into the next opportunity that came her way. So she made some really bold moves and stepped outside of her comfort zone did things that she's not done before and she's had some incredible results in terms of the belief shifts that she's experienced, how much she now feels empowered around her career and being able to make intentional choices. So in this interview, you're going to hear her share a bit about her experience and how she has been feeling as she's been going through it. And I want you to take it as inspiration. I want you to really pay attention to what it is that she's sharing about what is required to go from, I know what I need to do but actually going ahead and taking the right action so without further ado let's jump into my conversation with maddie 
Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. I am so, so excited with my wonderful client, Maddie. So I really wanted to do a spotlight because there are so many people, particularly at this time, who are considering making a career move. There are lots of people who consider it, but then don't take any action towards it. So I'm, they wanted to just have a conversation with Maddie about her experience, kind of what led her to start taking action and what she's been doing over the last few months to get clarity around what it is she wants to do next in the next phase of her career so I'm excited to dive in so we will do that now so Maddie thank you for being here just uh, take a moment to just introduce yourself to- yeah hi I'm Maddie Lee Smith I've been a project manager for 20 plus years in the sort of IT uh, arena um, I actually met Janine through a company that we both work for so uh, when she left and did her coaching I was avidly watching and very keen to sort of follow what she was doing and and uh, and signed up yeah so uh that's a little bit about me so maddie you you mentioned that you've been in project management for 20 years and i know as we've been having conversations inside of the program you also mentioned that you you've been feeling like maybe you wanted to explore something different for quite a long time so talk to me about what led you to say okay i'm gonna start figuring out what it is i want to do and kind of what was making you feel that unsettled feeling for for so long yeah, so I think ever since I started my career, you know, it's not been as exciting and as as I wanted it to be. I think when I left university, I thought the world would be my oyster. Um, I was really excited to start working and it sort of just was never that exciting. I quite quickly moved into sort of into projects as a business analyst, as a developer and then in as project management. And I found myself sort of coming home and having to fulfil my outside of work so much. I was, I trained as as a personal trainer, a fitness trainer in the gym, just to sort of work a couple of hours in the evening, really not for anything other than to fulfill my life outside of work. And I just assumed that was okay. And I just carried on. Uh, it got a bit better. Some jobs were good. Some jobs weren't so good. I found that I moved around quite a bit. I look back at my history, which is one of the, the steps that we, we do with you, Janine, as you know. And actually, I looked at it and found that I moved an awful lot. And there was a big thing that was there, which was I was pretty bored all the time. So every two years, I kind of got quite bored of things. So it always sort of not been fulfilled. And then I reached a point in my life where I have the choice now to do something different. And I felt that it was time for me to actually take that step. And more and more has been sort of, you know, out there about being fulfilled in your career and how people should be happy. Um, And I think really that for me was, you know, the key sort of change that I needed to take. Yeah. I love that. I love that you notice the patterns where it's like, okay, I'm leaving because I'm I'm looking for something else or I'm looking to feel less bored. But then again, after a few years, you're in the same position. What had you tried to before you kind of joined the, the program and we started taking you through the framework that I have? What kind of things had you tried? So besides doing some different projects in the evening, and stuff like that, had you tried anything else to get clarity around what else you might do? No, I think I'd sort of always thought about it, but I just I was the main breadwinner. I had, you know, young children as well. So I've got two children and now teenagers. But um, just assume I couldn't change. I assumed I have to go, had to go back to the start and retrain. And when I looked at sort of options, going back to university and doing something else, or doing, it just, just didn't seem viable, both in terms of the loss of earnings, but in time of really not, not necessarily wanting to start again. When you've got a wealth of experience, you don't want to go back and start right at the beginning. You feel we've sort of moved on beyond that point. So I didn't try anything. I had thoughts and really just sort of 
kept thinking, well, you know, if I, you know, maybe the next one will be better. Maybe it will be more exciting. So really, you know, just moved around quite a bit, trying to add a bit of variety rather than actually trying to do something different. Yeah, that makes complete sense. And it's very, very common among people that I speak to, the assumption that if I want to do something else, I'm going to have to start at the bottom. So if if I want to shift or change, it means I'm going to have to retrain. And you've already put so much time and effort into your career. So the idea of retraining is like, no, I'm not going to do that. And I, I think a lot of people stay stuck for that reason. How have or has your perspective changed around that piece over the last few months? I think I feel more more enthusiastic and empowered and certainly working with you sort of believing that it can be done. I think going through the process, it's been great to work with other people who also are feeling the same in different careers, different walks of life, and particularly with such a, you know, a career like being a lawyer and a solicitor that you've trained so long for actually hearing people say well they're not very fulfilled in certain roles as well it makes you feel like you're not alone which is which is great you're not the only one I think it's very easy to walk through your career thinking everyone else is having a great time everyone else bounces out of bed in the morning going I love what I do you know and you sort of thinking well, I feel quite alone in that so it's been really good having other people around in the in the sort of the training to sort of actually talk to as well and I think sort of you know the the process has been fantastic to sort of actually give you belief and it started quite gently sort of a bit of introspection it's getting harder I have to say (laughs) because now it's sort of like oh I've actually got to start putting potentially you know putting myself out there and that's the next sort of scary step but I think that belief has been building and you start to sort of start to connect and also look around the people who've done it and talk to people that have, that have made that change and and also tried sort of you know different things and talking to them you know what as, as part of sort of gathering that evidence reaching out to people and just starting to talk to them and see that it's possible other people can do it so yeah I think that piece around having conversations with people I think that's part of the program that a lot of people get stuck <laughs> where it's like look I need you yeah. to go out and I need you to have conversations how did you find that because I feel like you know, you're one of my staff students, you've been implementing, you've been doing the work. How did you find stepping outside of your comfort zone and then going out and having conversations with people? I, I find it quite difficult um, initially, but once you sort of, I think once we'd gone through it and you sort of explained that, you know, anyone pushing back, it wasn't personal, they were just busy, you know, they didn't know you, they weren't making that decision on a personal basis. They And actually having talked to, I talked to some people that I came off the phone and felt that I had been sort of not inspired or you thought oh gosh they made it sound like it's going to be really hard work but then I spoke to people who really really were you know great that reached out and actually said you know they they had time to talk they also wanted what your journey was going forward you know they were they were opened up their doors to say come back and talk to me again if you need any further help and I certainly came away from talking to them feeling like I could do it actually you know I could make a change and it was it was doable and I had people were willing to support and help so it was yeah. hard because I don't think it's easy to step outside and reach out to people that we don't know but I think the framework that you provided in terms of giving a sort of how you're going to approach people what you should sort of try and do was just really really helpful yeah so one of the things that I'm hearing come up a few times you've mentioned 
question is that belief piece of like believing that it is possible, believing that you can do it. What do you think has has been helpful for you in terms of increasing that belief? I think I've spent an awful lot of time. I mean, I'm currently not, not working at the moment and I've had time just to think and spend a lot of time thinking. I love the chat we had with a lady a couple of weeks ago that had a big sort of life changing moment in her life. And she just said, you know, one step at a time, start to sort of think about and visualise and you can do it. And I think that's starting, you know, starting to sort of believe that you can do it, starting to think, I found myself thinking, oh, gosh, could I do a TEDx, you know, <laughs> and I was like a TED talk and, and thinking, oh, what would I say? And I just starting to sort of think about that. Maybe it seems like it's it's possible to do whether whether you know really would be I don't know but you just start to sort of believe a little bit more in in yourself and I think with the with the coaching calls just also getting other ladies to also believe in themselves it sort of rubs off on you as well because it's you know you're trying to give them belief and then you think well if I'm saying that to them well maybe I'm you know (laughs) I need to believe that too yes absolutely and that's one of the things I love about having a group coaching container because I see it. I see you guys or you ladies rather like supporting each other and willing each other to keep going. And so, yeah, naturally you then say, well, if I'm saying this to her, I could totally do that. Or when you see someone else who's taken bold action and they're in your group, it then empowers you to, you know, I saw her a few weeks ago on a call where she was having doubts and now I've seen her go and take action. And I feel like that boosts my you know, my belief in what's possible. And I think that's a big piece because if you don't believe it, if you don't believe that you can do it, then you're not going to take the action that's required to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I love it. I absolutely love it. So where are you now, Maddie? Like in terms of your thought process and in terms of clarifying, because I think when we first started speaking, you had some ideas about what you might want to do, but you weren't sure. How are you feeling now around the direction that you're moving towards and what clarity have you gained over the last few months? Yeah, so I think I've got a clear direction now, which is great. I think sort of working through that list of brainstorming all the art of the possible and then looking at it and going, well, well, how do things fit? So one thing we talked about right at the beginning is, you know, where I am in terms of the stage of my life. I wanted to not necessarily be working, you know, sort of, 10 hours a day, five days a week, that I'm starting to sort of want to go slightly down, being a bit more relaxed about how and when I work. And I think when you sort of created that sort of list of, you know, all the jobs and, you know, I've, I've had a dream to sort of, you know, run a really busy pub in London, well, that just doesn't fit with where I, what I want to do now. And you start to sort of take those away and, and, and then look at sort of, well, what's left? What is the, how does that fit with everything I've gone through, the, the, the you know, the looking inside and, and my skills, etc. So I think now I'm quite clear on the direction. Um, how to implement it is going to be interesting. Um, I'm just at the phase where sort of I'm trying to create my story. I've actually borrowed a book off a friend of how to write your story. Um, so I'm started reading that as well. I've obviously what looked through the videos that you provided and the resources. And um, that it's it's difficult, but I'm spending a lot of time. And each day, I think I sort of add my story um in my head and and it's starting to actually become a bit yeah I think I think I'm sort of getting there in terms of my story um, of of how I got to where I am you know why sort of moving into the the area that I want to move into is, is is important yeah I love that and I think for anyone who's wondering about the story it's just 
recognizing that you in your career, you've been through various different phases, you've had lots of experience. And so you have a story around your experience and what you're able to bring to the world. And when you're clear on that story and you know how to articulate it, that's what can make it easier for you to connect the dots between what you were doing before and then what you want to to go in to do. And I think it's interesting because the way that the program is is structured is we start off with helping you determine like what is what's the what what is it that I want to do and you've done a lot of work so far to get to that place where you can now say okay this is what I want to do so now we're shifting into okay well then now how do we make that happen so I'm excited for you to like unpack that and see that you have so much in your toolkit to help you to get to the role that you've identified because it's not like massively different it's not going to be that hard but yeah just going through the process and one of the reasons why I wanted to interview you is because you really have been diligent in like trusting the process so I'm interested to to hear from you have there been any moments in the program where you've been like why is she asking me to do this <laughs> um, because it seems as though you've just been trusting the process implementing and moving forward from my perspective <laughs> yeah but no, I think there were there were definitely times when you sort of go through it and I mean one of the biggest things for me that I struggled with I think was is even right at the very start I think one of the first lessons was you know writing to yourself as you're when you're 75 and sort of saying well what do I'd like to achieve I found that really really challenging maybe because I'm a little bit closer to getting that way age-wise but I just sort of thought oh have I achieved everything I want to achieve and I think if you've been you know reasonably successful in your career and been the main breadwinner and the children are sort of reasonably rounded and you think oh I've achieved what I want to achieve but actually then you step back from that and sort of go have I achieved what have, what have mm-hmm. I do is there anything else I want to do I've done lots of things for my family and made sure everyone is in a good place and secure but now what's what's important to me and actually I just I think I realized that sort of you know my just wanting to get out of bed doing something that I really enjoyed and making myself really proud I mean when we spoke at the beginning I think a couple of the other ladies on the group have said it that when people ask them what they do it's sort of like oh well I only do this that you know I'm not I don't sort of go wow I do this it's amazing I'm not very particularly proud of it or you know it's been great as a career in terms of it's provided but it's not something that I would sort of sit at a dinner table and go wow I'm a project manager in IT (laughs) you know so so I think that was the big driver and I think the other difficulty for me initially was was really understanding to stop worrying about the, the how you know it's very easy to sort of every time you think about the what, well, how am I going to do that? And I think that was really good. You, know, you were very, very clear with me to sort of say, stop worrying about that. Stop worrying about that. We'll worry about that later. Just take your constraints away. Just worry about the, the, the what are you going, what, what do you want to do? What makes you happy? What would, what would you, you know, if there were no constraints there. Um, so that was the biggest challenge is, you know, especially if you're quite practical, you just kind of go, how am I going to do that? <laughs> um, and stripping that away was difficult, but actually was then opened up the doors to actually thinking about other things and then allowing yourself to be a bit freer. Hey, 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 I am super excited because I have a handful of spots open for one-to-one coaching. I am looking to work with more of you who are highly ambitious, very driven, know where you want to get to, but are struggling to get there because you feel as though 
you're being overlooked and undervalued for the contribution that you're making. You know that you need to get more visible. You know that you need to show up more. You understand that creating a personal brand that is speaking for you when you're not in the room is important so that you can move towards your career goals, but you don't quite know how to make it happen. And for you, I am extending the invitation to come and join me inside of Elevate. This is my one-to-one high-touch coaching program that is designed to help you to advance into your next role, secure your next client, position yourself for the opportunities that you want by being intentional with your personal brand, making sure that your digital footprint is tight. Yes, I mean, LinkedIn is looking good and attracting the right opportunities and making sure that you're able to show up with confidence and fully articulate the value that you're able to bring to your next opportunity. I am excited to dig deep come up with your personalized strategy and your plan and support you with the accountability and coaching that is required to help you to get there. So if this sounds good to you, if you know that you need some support with really taking your career to the next level, book a call with me and let's explore you joining the Elevate program. So head over to careerchangemakers.com forward slash call so that you can book a fitting call and then let's have a conversation about whether or not this program is a good fit for you. I look forward to speaking to you. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I love what you said there about what do I want? What do I want? Because I think as professional women, as ambitious women, it's so easy to get caught up in the doing and filling all the roles for other people, but not taking the time to to really to take stock and say, what do I want? And I think one of the biggest things that this program provides is the space, is the space to like really think through what is important to you. And then, you know, allowing you to to think in ways that maybe you haven't thought before so that you you can shift your mindset around what you think is possible. So yeah, I love to to hear that that's been, been useful. What would you say have been, knowing the structure of the program and knowing how we guide you through, what have been the most um, useful elements for you that maybe you you expected or you didn't expect as you've been going through the process? Um, I guess probably. So I, I think sort of the early phases of the, the thinking about things was, you know, useful. But I think the most bits that I've found, I think, were the sort of starting to gather data and talking to people, you know, really actually sort of that, and that list of, of the, the art of the possible and really seeing it black and white and going, okay, I've thought about everything. I've, I've now put down 15, 20 different things that I think I would like to do, pulled into all, you know, all the things that have crossed my mind before. Um, and some of them were sort of a bit whacking way out. I like, I like sewing. So it's like, am I going to sit here and sew for the rest of my life? You know, but, but actually putting that big list down and, and then working its way through and talking to someone. I mean, one of the things I had on my list when I talked to someone, I, uh, I took it off, I took it off quite quickly. Um, so we talked about events management and I talked to uh, someone you put me in, in contact with. And actually I just very quickly worked out that it was, something would probably be great and fun but just not for me now you know maybe maybe in the past because the lady I talked to was you know when I gathered that data and I looked at it she said there's there's lots of weekend working you know that's when most of the events happened and I was like well I just don't want to do that that's fine so so that data gathering although it's difficult to do because you have to step out of your comfort zone and talk to people was really useful and it definitely was I think for me the bit that was really offered that clarity to go right now I can sort of I have a direction um after these and it, and it was very different to the direction that I thought coming into that phase that mm-hmm. I would come out with 
yeah. So, so yeah, that was probably the most useful, interesting step. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad you did because like it can be one of the hardest steps, but gathering the data, gathering the data so that you can make a data driven decision about what to do next is gold because when you make the decision, it isn't just you make it and then you wonder whether it's the right decision. It's like you've done it based on data. You've done it based on information. And when you make that decision, it's easier to feel convicted that, okay, at least for right now, this is the path that I'm going to follow. Um, so I'm so glad that you were like diligent in executing it so that you could get that data. So Maddie, if there's anyone who's at a crossroads in their career and they've been considering the um, the Career Clarity Academy programme, what would you say to them? Um, I would just say don't wait 15 years like I did. You know? just, just act on it now. You know, and also that you have nothing to lose. I mean, I was talking to a friend the other day and saying, you know, do I have the courage to, to go through phases three and four and actually really do this? And, and she said, of course you do. But even if you don't, you've made a choice. Um, and that was really something that when I reflected back, all those career moves I've made, very few of them have been with active choice. They, they've been because I've, you know, wanted to find a, a different challenge or I've been a bit bored, but but very little, very few of them have actually been really positive choices that I've weighed up and, and decided to do. And I think sort of, you know, that, that speaks volumes. So you have nothing to lose because you don't have to do anything at the end of it. It's like I can turn around at the end of this and go, you know what, I'm going to go back to project management, it's fine, but it's been a great exercise. And, and that will be my a, a choice I've made with more information coming in. So you have nothing, nothing to lose. So I would say just go for it. Yeah, love it, love it. Okay, so what are you, what are you most excited about now? So you're kind of halfway through the programme now. So what, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think, I think just starting to see, you know, how the next phases help make it make that sort of dream and belief start to be a bit more real you know can I really really do this there's still that point where you sort of think you know I'm I'm worrying about the how and now I've started to think about the how but I haven't got to the end of that phase so I'm still sort of going oh how am I going to do this you know Um, (laughs) but I am starting to sort of really you know think about it a bit more and actually sort of go yeah this is this this is this is the new me, you know, I can do this. I just have, it's a bit scary still, but I'm, I'm still really excited to work my way through and see, see what it, what the future brings. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for sharing that as well, Maddie, around the feelings that you're having, because I think sometimes when people are thinking about making a career change, they're waiting for the feeling of being scared or nervous to go away before they start. But the reality is the feeling doesn't go away. You just push through it. You just decide that I know I feel a bit, uncomfortable here but I'm going to do it anyway or there is fear around the unknown but I'm going to do it anyway and so it's really good to kind of speak to you at this stage in the process before you've got to the stage where you've landed a role but where you've got that clarity because you've only got here because you decided to keep going even though the feelings that came up for you were like oh uncomfortable you pushed through so now you've got the clarity that you need to then move to the space (laughs) so yeah I'm sure there's lots more fear on the way so bring it on bring it on so yeah thank you so much Maddie for um just coming and sharing your perspective I appreciate it and I hope anyone who's been feeling nervous about making a career change um feels a little bit inspired about just taking that first step and moving towards figuring out what different would look like for you even if you've been in your career for like 20 years like Maddie has it's still there's always opportunity for you to take stock and see like what your next 
mood needs to be. So Maddie, thank you for being here. I appreciate you and I look forward to our next coaching call. But until then, yeah, just thank you. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thanks, Ginny. Isn't Maddie just lovely? It was so, so good talking to her and even better working with her over the past few months. At the time of recording this interview, she was still going through the program and was getting clarity around what path she wanted to take. And she was about to embark on figuring out how to make that a reality. Now, fast forward and she has landed new opportunities and has a very, very clear plan for where she wants to go with her career moving forward and how she's going to navigate things over the next 12 to 24 months. And I am so, so happy for her. If I think back to the initial conversations that we were having before she joined the program and I see where she is now, excited is all I have to say. Very, very excited and also proud of her for taking the action and doing the hard things to help her to get to where it is that she is today. And when I said at the beginning that I want you to be inspired, know that it's possible for you to. It's possible for you to move from wherever you are right now in your career and however stuck you might be feeling or unsure or confused to being in a place of clarity and excitement and empowerment. So if you want to get yourself on the wait list so that you can find out when we're going to be opening up enrollment for the program again, head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash waitlist and you can add your name there and I'll be in touch. That's all from me today. I will speak to you very, very soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Career Changemaker podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to let me know what your biggest takeaway has been. So head over to Instagram, tag me at Career Changemaker and let me know your thoughts. What did you like most about today's episode? I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, keep working towards your career goals and we will speak very, very soon.